Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Wings, Beers, and Tears, coming to you live from the Wings, Beers, and Tears studios in Montgomery County, Maryland. This is your DMV and beyond sports podcast. And let's say hello to the fellas. Jeremy, how are you this evening? Fine. As usual, Jeremy is just, uh, he's brimming with optimism and, and expectation over there. I hate most people, that's the problem. Thank God for you look you. like you had a great fucking day at work, bro. Thank God for you guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jerry, how are we this evening, sir? Fine. Excellent. So, so obviously the energy Strong tonight is, is just through the roof as we uh, as we begin, begin our, uh, our DMV sports talk with our Redskins. Please follow us online. Find us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Subscribe if you will. Give us a little feedback, a five-star review if we're worthy. And uh, we hope to entertain you for weeks to come. So before the, 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 the real sports season uh, gets to us here in the fall, we have, some, we have some brutal weeks here that we have to cover some sports. Um, however, the Redskins are the gift that keeps on giving, and uh, we start it right off with some more um, drama on the eve of training camp starting. So let's start off the field with uh, one Trent Williams, who may or may not report on time, and as... Some uh, stories leaked out here recently. Maybe his holdout is not money-related. What do you guys think? Well, it was said early on by, by him that it was about uh, medical staff and you know being honest with them, whatever it was. And I didn't hear most of the latest comments from this afternoon. So if you guys have that, go for it. Let me know what, they, let me know what people said. Same thing as always. I mean, he's not going to report until a week before training camp. Ends and this regular season starts. He can't afford to miss regular season paychecks, and if they're not going to trade him, um, he'll show up right before uh, the season starts. He'll get a couple of days in, um, and then he will play subpar in the first month and hopefully not get hurt. Right. Um, so you're still holding out hope that he's going to report come hell or oh, high I, water I with, think, I with think a contract he, or not? Say holding out. Yeah, I think he will report, but he will not report for the first month of training camp or however that, I mean, he'll come in with a week, sure, which is fine. I well, mean, yeah, we kind of discussed that that's not actually an issue with his on field performance because his health is what trumps everything else. We, he knows what he's doing when he gets out there. You know, I was listening to Trey Johnson get interviewed and he said, um, he was on a doc. Could you understand today. everything? Oh, I love Trey. <laughs> he's hilarious. Um, Him and Smoot, if they were together, oh my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you need, you, you know, need I, subtitles. I know Trey a little bit. It from from my job so uh you know and uh he is a good guy he is one of those guys who was an amazing football player but hated football you know mm, gotcha uh, and he could have done would have preferred to do 15 other different things but uh he was really good at what he did but what he said made sense was that it's sort of a uh, it's a catch-22 because there is value to going to training camp and having full contact because it toughens you up not you know, not you become a tougher person mentally, but your body gets tougher. Your body gets used to the grind. It gets used to the hit. There's value into hitting to where you're used to 
being hit. Like I'm sure when you play hockey, your body gets used to the contact. And if you're not used to the contact, it's going to hurt more when you right. start it for real. Right. Right. So there is value to that. But he said he never went into season full healthy, you know, because inevitably he's going to break a finger. Um, he's going to, he's going to injure something. It's just inevitable when you're going full contact. So it is a catch 22. Okay. Uh, with Trent, he's older. You want to hold him out. I think the risk of playing him and toughening him up is worse. It's not worth it than to actually get him there. So you're not really losing anything, assuming he's keeping himself in shape while he's gone. Okay. Right. I don't think you lose a thing. Um, now, if it's the within the first week of camp, or first, you know, we're playing the Eagles. We be the Redskins. The Redskins are playing the Eagles <laughs> in five days, and he's still not there. That's when it becomes a problem. But it won't bother me if you're two weeks in the camp. He still hasn't shown up. I know the media sure. will make a huge deal. Oh, out of it's it. it's it's like Christmas for all the uh, you right. know the the beat reporters. They're loving all this shit. But I would assume he's still got his training staff there. They, you know, he knows what workouts. His entourage. He needs, yeah, yeah, he knows what workouts he needs to do. I'm. I'm hoping he stays in shape and, and comes in. I mean, he's going to come in and play because he has to. Right. There are only so many Le'Veon Bells, and that was the dumbest decision right. that guy ever made. Right. He just wasted money. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, with you in terms of not being worried about Trent not being there because, you know, he's he probably never comes in healthy either from the previous regular you know season or because he gets banged up in camp. But you make a good point about being ready for contact. You don't want a guy separating his shoulder because he hadn't gotten hit in six months and the first time he tries to you know take out that edge rusher he's he's out for a month you know it's like yeah. that is a concern but i i think you're the, the less wear and tear the better so I don't yeah mind. yeah no he's one of those veterans that certainly doesn't need the uh the classroom time or the x's and o's i i, I would agree with you on the physicality front that that's probably the most benefit you're going to get but it is a catch-22 so do you Moving aside from the, you know, what we think of training camp and the veterans and everything, is there any credence to some of the reports today that his holdout is not money related? And, That's what worries me. You know, yeah. and he's, you know, he's got a, a, he's vindictive right now with the training staff and with the medical staff. Well, he almost, he, he, he might be taking a stand for the team, right? Yeah, That's everybody. kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, I heard a stat that the Redskins have 44% more injuries than all the teams. I mean, that's a staggering amount. Stupid. And it's either they have a bad staff or they draft and they pick up free agents who have a history of injuries. You know, maybe how many times we talked about it? (coughs) Bryce Love. People in the (laughs) draft that fall. Yeah, people in the draft that fall because of injury and you take them and you get a good good value, but then you're surprised when they get injured. Right. You know? Right. Um, so, or like this year, <laughs> somebody was like, Colt McCoy's going into training camp healthy. I mean, if that guy shows up on your injury report, he's part of that 44%, and the guy has an injury right. history the you know a mile long. I mean, so. Josh Dawson had somewhat of an injury history at, at Baylor. Um, you know, he was missing games here or there. He wasn't – I don't think he was an Iron Man. Certainly not to, to the effect he had at Washington. But, I mean, it, it can't be a coincidence that their numbers of injuries is so much higher than everybody else's. That just can't be – it's not just bad luck. It's, no, it can't it's be. It's got to be some sort of performance-based performance performance and now I don't. I mean, I don't know enough about doctors to know. So who's they're good. not roiding enough, is what you're saying. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is. Give them some more stuff. But you know, either that or they're just taking on injured players and they're not recovering. Right. Right. Well, so moving on to some some you know transaction type things that happened today as well. So Reuben Foster's gone. You know, we hardly knew ye. Cheers, sir. Um, it, you know, well, it, he's still there drinking. Yeah, he, probably. You know, he's just yeah. not gonna play. Um, so. Th- 
the the money that that frees up. Uh, some people are saying that they're going to use that to potentially, uh, hopefully, woo Trent to a long long term deal, or do they roll that into Brendan Sheriff? You're talking about Mason Foster. Mason Foster. Yeah. Mason Ru- Foster. Ruben Foster is probably oh, yeah. getting arrested somewhere. Sorry, Ruben. I'm just kidding. It's all a legend. <laughs> yes, Mason Foster is gone. Um, did you say Ruben? I, I didn't even hear that. I did. I did. Yeah, they're definitely not the same player. Good, good listen on my part. <laughs> Mason Foster was was a good soldier, but you know you alluded to it. Holy slow, Batman! I mean, Le- leading you know, tackler though. He was. He was. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? I well, you know, you like him so much. I'm I'm really worried. <laughs> um, no, I I think that they like um, you know Bostic. Yeah, they're bringing him in, and then yep. Sean Deanna Hamilton, and then uh, Harvey Clemens. All those guys, I think, you know, were. Are showing enough they could they could make they could drop drop Mason. Um, what I'm a little bit worried about is it's not even that position. It's you know receiver quarterback. <laughs> they need they need to keep extra guys at those spots because they don't you know they have to keep three quarterbacks. They don't have a choice with Haskins coming in, and you know I I don't know where they're going to find the roster spots. I think that's one of the reasons they made this move. They just need roster spots. That's a really good point because, you know, we've talked about how stout their defense looks on paper. And while your leading tackler isn't expendable per se, they have guys that can replace him. Their front seven's really good with or without him. So if you need a roster spot, sorry, an overpriced vet who's just not that fast has to go. Timing's weird, but, you know. The timing is weird, and that pissed his agent off. It did, but that's why I'm wondering how this ties into the Trent and Sheriff you know, impending possible contracts. Well, I'm hoping it's more of Sheriff than That's Trent my hope as well. There is no way Trent Williams should get a new deal. No way whatsoever you're throwing money away unless it's an illusory. Which means they might do it because it's, it's the Redskins. It's an illusory contract, meaning you're giving him some more, but you're getting something on the back end where you can get well, rid of him. They can guarantee more. So, he, you know, so if they do cut him, he gets more, you know, on the back end or whatever you want to call it. Instead of having that, you know, what basically is more guaranteed money. I heard is, the, is an option. That money needs to go to sheriff. Completely agree. Yeah, no, um, no, I couldn't agree more. Well, going back to Trent Williams real quick, that means Dwayne Haskins sit on the bench, get away from the field. Yes, you're not putting him in with Jaron Christian at left tackle. Oh, I and, a, and a guard next to him who's brand new too. Yeah, you're not, right every play. Yeah, <laughs> you are not. You are not putting him in. Uh, Case Keenum, good luck. Throwing you to the wolves, but you're you're not playing that that sort of cements uh, Dwayne Haskins not playing a week eight, week seven, week eight, something yep. like that. Yep, no, no, completely agree. Um, but back to Mason Foster, I think Jeremy hit it. John Bostick's the same guy. Um, they saw in OTAs and minicamp that he can call the plays, uh, that he can stop the run, that he can do everything Mason Foster did. Um, and since uh, the NFL is sixty percent or more of uh, nickel defense. Mason Foster's not playing anyway. Yep. Uh, and Deion Hamilton, I think he's the one that is going to be the is going to turn out to be the leader. Assuming, I think so too. Assuming he can stay healthy, which he's had issues. He had he has issue. too. He has um, too. You're right. So, uh, but I think that what the, they're counting on him to be the guy Bostic to replace Foster. You save two million. You can put that towards somebody else. Plus, you know, I mean that guy was kind of a malcontent. Who's yeah. that, Foster? Yeah, Mason Foster. Really La- not Ruben Foster? Foster? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben, Ruben, by definition, is now content because he's like committing crimes, allegedly. Yeah. But uh, Mason Foster, I think he was sort of down on the organization. I, I think so, too. Yeah, he you was know. one of those guys that, you know. I think he, I think he was well-respected in the locker room, but those are his guys. Right. Like, you know, he didn't like fans. 
Yeah. Telling fans they suck isn't isn't good. Yeah, well, the Redskins fans Actually, do suck, and I'm one. I was yeah, going to say in his defense, you know, accurate. the fan base is it's is not slanderous because it's true, <laughs> but it doesn't still but make it's, it. But right. it's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's just completely unnecessary. Um, so most of the training camps, uh, a handful started up last week, and then uh, I think tomorrow is conditioning day for most teams, and then Thursday is when really most teams kick things off, and you know, the Skins have their full schedule out. The Ravens have their schedule out amongst the others. Obviously, Hard Knocks debuts next week um, you know, with their first week following the Raiders. So you know, this is the time of the year where you know, it's preseason. Preseason games are unwatchable. Um, I think you you follow more of the uh, you know the fodder of what's going on in practices, who's staying healthy, who's who's getting the the first team reps at right. quarterback, you know those kinds of things. They um, are unwatchable, but they're not unimp- they're not unimportant. Oh no, they're very important for those fringe guys. If, yeah, if well, if Haskins is out there and he's playing against Jeremy, Jerry, and Todd, he better fucking dominate. Yes, because if he's not dominating against the guys he's playing against, then whoa. We got a problem, right? Um, so it's it's good. can he get him out of a huddle? Can he check off on his receivers? Can he get everybody lined up? You know that's a big deal. Can he make it through ten snaps without yeah. hurting himself? Nope. I mean, seriously, <laughs> yeah. that's that's where I'm at. Um, I mean, um, if you're you know if you're getting a situation where you're playing with a terrible line and and you need to just get out of the game, put Colt McCoy in. <laughs> I mean, sacrifice. Do they him. even have a fourth Sorry, quarterback in camp? I'm sure, I'm they, sure do, they do, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so speaking of quarterbacks and, and, and the rest of the division. Josh so, Woodrum, I think. <clears throat> I, was, I was listening to a, uh, uh, a Philly beat reporter today. and Why? So, so the, the Skins' skill positions are laughably bad. Philly has more targets than, I mean, they're so fucking dangerous. They scare the crap out of me. Um, they were talking about how they get down to their third tight end who, who could have 60 catches. I mean... I'm calling a skins upset in week one. That'd be I'm just, great. I'm just saying it because well, no, no, no one collapses like Philly. No you. one collapses like Philly, and here's where I'm going with this. So Wentz is starting the season, and everybody's all you know, gung-ho. Hey, Wentz is the man. Foles is gone now. All right, Wentz has never made it through a full season, number one. Correct. Do you know who their main backup is, and they've gone all in? Nate Sudfeld. Sudfeld. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I like, remember that guy. Oh, shit. He Nate's- could be on the podcast. I thought he'd be a candidate to be on the podcast like two, two years ago. So fucking Nate Sudfeld is there. He's now their Nick Foles, you know. Big and he is, Nick is gone, huh? And he is no St. Nick. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Of course, I don't... W- you know, wish ill on anyone. Of course but, not. But if Wentz Except were to go down, <laughs> if Wentz were to go down, I would not shed a tear. I can fucking guarantee you that. No, um, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the skins... Are dreadful on offense. They're the most, they're the least exciting team in the NFL because um, all they're going to do is run the ball and try to get punts. Now Buffalo has to be, oh, still has to be the bottom. I, I think Buffalo shits on our uh, uh, really in terms they of have more creativity and yeah. uh, their playbook goes deeper. If we, if we have more than three routes, tr- route trees, <laughs> we, we've done something wrong. Is it going to be one of those things where Keenum throws thirty balls and none of them go past ten yards yeah, in the air? <laughs> it's going to be my boy Trey Quinn doing some little slot maneuver or. Jordan Reed on the other side, and everybody else running deep every time. Nate Burleson thinks we have the best supporting cast in, in the NFC. East. Well, you believe that shit? He might be high on something. <laughs> I, I hope so. And he needs to share. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they should play Trey Quinn, Vernon Davis, and Jordan Reed at the same time, <laughs> and just get rid of Josh Dotson and the other guy they got from Seattle, Paul oh, Richardson, who was supposed. Oh, to Oh yeah, good. Richardson. Yeah. Reminds me of Stone Hands from Necessary Roughness. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Don't throw the ball to Stone Hands. Oh, that poor guy. 
Paul Richardson, that is. Um, now, what's his health situation? Because yet, an, yet another guy that went down last year, and he's a speed guy. I mean, we have the softest wide receivers in the we history really of football. Do. Fucking I mean, Josh Dotson, if, he, if he has an ingrown toenail, he's out four weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. They do kind of hurt. <laughs> they do. Uh, so so the NFL is is kind of in full swing as we get through this week. Um, and like I said, that it, it, it gives us uh, something to look forward to because the season's right around the corner. What a dread. Um, and, and while there's really shit else going on, you know, in terms of live sports, everything seems to be like percolating right underneath the surface and, and, and you're waiting for your teams to get back out there. But, you know, it's, it's slim pickings right now. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how the Trent situation ends up because he is an important part of this team if he is to play this year. Um, and as it relates to the development of Haskins, he is vitally important. The Redskins... Should not have brought Jay Gruden back because it's a wasted year. I've said that all along. Um, but if Trent Williams doesn't play, you got to trade him. Trade. I, I completely if, if agree with that. If he's not back by a week in a week, you completely trade agree. him. You get what you can for him, and you move on. Then that you, you free up that money for Sheriff, and you can draft somebody next year with one of those draft picks because it's going to be a high pick, probably not a one, but maybe like a two or something, and you can get a starting offensive tackle for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you spent a third on Jerron Christian. He better not suck. You know, right? He didn't suck at Louisville, and I he know doesn't he, suck. I know he wasn't Martin. Great. Martin doesn't. West suck. Martin. He, just let him play guard <laughs> and tackle <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, that guy's going to be like an all pro. <laughs> he'll, probably, awesome. he'll probably be the first cut. All right, so we did our over under last week on Haskins. You know how many games he was going to play? What's the over under on Gruden? How many games does he last with the Skins? I think he lasts the season. You think, think so? I think he'll last the season. There's no point in firing midseason unless they're like 0 and 8 or something. I was going like to say, if the wheels really fall off and if the distractions from Trent and the, and the fallout from some of the training staff, animosity, and everything else happens, I could see this team going like 1 and 7, 1 and 8. Well, and just the schedule's a brutal. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. So if he can't pull out some of his magic and win those 17, 16 ugly yeah. games. I, I, you know, Here's I'm a, gonna, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with you guys and be a pussy and say yes, he lasts the season. Um, but part of me just really wants to, to, to say ten games because I think they're gonna be like one and eight, one and nine. I don't think they're gonna be that bad. I think they'll be better than what people think. I think they're gonna win in six or seven games this year. It'll be typical skins. Yeah. Win six or six seven. Or seven. Games. I mean, they'll be competent in the games. They'll lose most of the ones that are close. Here's the caveat: if things go bad or if things are not going well and they think Kevin O'Connell's the next head coach, which is what Boom. everybody thinks, then and, and you think you're going to go ahead and get him started, Just do it now. And That's do right. it now and, and get it going. That's right. Yeah, yeah. if he's McVay 2.0, which they're kind of grooming him to be, you know, they're not going to miss out on, on, on a young guy yeah. twice. Well, it's the skins they might, but you, you would hope they wouldn't. This is a nice segue in the next segment, but the skins are like the Patriots compared to the Wizards. I just want to handle. I just want to tell you that everybody <laughs> trashes the skins. No. But if the skins were the wizards, oh my god! I mean, the, the wizards just get a pass. It's either indifference from the media, or they just don't expect anything, or they don't give a shit. But man, that's the worst run organization in all of sports. Well, you just you just fucking lined them up for us for for uh, round two here. So please join us in part two when we are actually going to talk some wizards here in July. Ugh. Jeremy, shut up. <laughs> See you in part two. No.